shining a light on autism and life as an autistic person. Welcome to My Friend Autism, a podcast breaking down barriers, stigma and misconceptions around autism while increasing understanding and acceptance of the autistic community. And now, here's your neurodivergent host, Orion Kelly. friend, welcome to My Friend Autism. <laughs> I'm Ryan Kelly, that autistic guy. I'm all about helping you raise your level of understanding, acceptance and appreciation of the autistic community. So if that sounds like something you'd be interested in, check out my amazing community, Ryan Kelly, that autistic guy on YouTube and Ryan Kelly Podcasts on YouTube. And thank you for watching or listening to my podcast wherever you are on the planet. I appreciate it. Let's talk about late diagnosis. Mm. So we're going to explore how to navigate late diagnosis for autistic adults, plus some strategies to help you cope with what is clearly a life-changing experience. Now, if you or someone you know has been diagnosed as autistic later in life, you know it can be pretty confusing and overwhelming. You're not alone, though. This is an experience that you know, all late-diagnosed autistic adults have gone through. And like me, you may be in effect from kind of like a lost generation where it was having a child being diagnosed that led you to your diagnosis. Very common, very common in this generation because when we were kids, the medical profession just hadn't caught up. So in a way we're lucky, in a way we're unlucky. Nevertheless, and actually that reminds me, there's been, I can't remember the exact story. There's, there was, I saw a, a pretty cool interview with uh, an NBA player or potentially a retired NBA player who recently came out as autistic. Oh, I don't know if that's the right way of saying it. Anyway, they, they told the world they're autistic. And in this conversation, I remember um, the, the player, he, he said something along the lines of, you know what, I don't even know if I would have had a career in the NBA as a professional athlete, is if I was diagnosed in childhood. Now, that that was a kind of a mind-blowing comment because get past the initial to superficial reaction, oh, what do you mean? And think about it, okay. So what he's effectively saying is he was concerned that if, if he, and he didn't know this, but if he was diagnosed as a child back when he was a child, potentially the system may have been set up to not only segregate him, but to in effect hold him back from the opportunities that he was able to take and become a a professional athlete, become a successful NBA player, which is not easy. So as an autistic child, he may have been, you know, taken away from these opportunities because that's how... That's how we raise autistic kids. Maybe we still do. But I thought it was, an, it was just a, I thought it was a fascinating, fascinating comment to make and a really great discussion starter. Maybe he's right. Maybe if he was diagnosed as a child, he would have been pushed away from these types of opportunities. Oh, no, he's autistic. He can't play basketball. 
No, he doesn't understand. Oh, he can't, yeah, he can't interact with kids. He's just got to, you know what I mean? Fascinating discussion. Anyway, let's, uh, let's get back on track here. <laughs> the bottom line is, if you are like the NBA player, like me, maybe like you, you were diagnosed later in life as an adult. It is kind of strange. It is a strange feeling because you've spent your whole life, presumably, feeling like you don't fit in, maybe even feeling like you're broken or a bad person. Something's wrong with you. And then you're told, no, actually, that's not right. You're autistic. You were born autistic and it's only now we're able to recognise that. That's a massive alteration to the mindset. In a way, initially, it's a relief. Oh, my goodness, thank goodness I'm not broken. I'm not a bad person. There's a reason why I am how I am. I'm autistic. I have a different brain. And then that seems to dissipate into these other feelings of, well, what's happened to my life? What have I done with my life? Have I wasted my life? I'm only just finding out who I am now, all the things that people not realizing or knowing, you know, the damage that's been done because of that. How do I recover from this? You know, that, that's why I think it's really important to talk about not just late diagnosis, but navigating late diagnosis of autistic adults. And people always ask, oh, you know, what's the story? What's your story? Every country is different, right? From my point of view, it was with a, a psychiatrist, so a doctor, right? And I know for kids, it can be different. For kids, it can be psychologists who in general, in general terms aren't doctors. They're psychologists. Uh, and they, you know, they have different people that work with them, OTs and speech and these types of things. And they, they formulate an assessment. Oh, great. Okay, cool. Well, for, you know, for adult diagnosis, it seems like one of the, there are these kind of all-in-one stop shops you can go. And it seems like another option is you, you seek out a practicing psychiatrist. And my advice is who specializes via, you know, via your research and you can even call and talk to their staff who specializes in ASD diagnosis, in assessment, right? And, and hopefully even more specifically in adult assessment. So that's who you're looking for and that's who I looked for. And that's, that's, how, that's how I undertook the assessment period and received the diagnosis. So it, it is very different. Everything about it is different. Navigating it is different. You know, with for kids, the parents is there the whole time and the parents provide most of the input. For adults, sometimes, you know, your parents aren't around or they don't, have the insight or they don't want to or you don't want them to be, you know, so it's, it's very tricky. So the impact, not only of the assessment, but in more importantly, the diagnosis, I think can have a really big effect, profound effect on you as an autistic person, a newly diagnosed autistic adult. Let's go through, in my opinion, some of the big impacts. How can late diagnosis affect you? as an autistic adult. We'll talk about mental health. A late diagnosis can have a significant impact on your mental health because it's up and down and all over the shop. Initially, it's like, it's a relief and this is amazing. Maybe your mental health actually improves. I'm not a bad person. I'm not broken. I'm different. And you feel good about yourself. But then it leads to things like confusion and frustration and anger and resentment for the life you could have had, the life you didn't have the damage that's been done, 
the the things that you can't repair, the paperwork doesn't repair things, does it? Getting the diagnosis doesn't mean people go, oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, I, I got you wrong. It's all forgiven. It's not. <laughs> Even though there was, there was no malice, you, you were autistic, it's not. It's not. You can't turn it around with a piece of paper. I think it also leads to a sense of loss. You, you look back and think, well, so I've lost half my life pre-diagnosis. Like, I can't get that back. That's deep for your mental health. I've missed out on so many opportunities. I've missed out on the ability to live my best life because I've been living it undiagnosed with my hands tied behind my back. This is a massive, people don't discount this. If you're going through it, thinking of going through it, gone through it, you may be experiencing these feelings and they're, I think, they're common and I, I certainly know they're real and legitimate and you just have to give yourself time. Maybe it'll never resolve. Anxiety is a big one. I think a late autism diagnosis can cause a lot of anxiety because as adults we've struggled to identify why we experience the world the way we experience the world our whole life, behaviours, emotions, everything. We don't know why. We just think we're broken or bad. So you feel overwhelmed and anxious about past experiences and you worry about how to move forward. An example could be um, an adult may experience anxiety around making new friends or looking for work, applying for jobs because they may not know how to navigate these situations. Just because you, now you know you're autistic doesn't mean you know that, that, that you don't suddenly get all the tips and tricks. So it causes anxiety. Okay, now I've got to try and make friends and get jobs as an autistic person or a diagnosed autistic person. How am I supposed to, like, no one's going to give me a job. Who wants, who's going to want to be my friend? Oh, my goodness. And the anxiety starts to build. That can lead to depression. It can be a common experience for adults who receive a late diagnosis because you, you may feel this same sense of loss and frustration for not having the knowledge and the resources the diagnosis brings to maybe your child or children. And that sense of loss, that triggers many things, right? Anger and resentment, but also sadness, hopelessness. These emotions are absolutely normal, my friend. But looking back is not going to help you. Looking back, you know, if getting depressed because, you know, your kid's getting all these amazing things that you're not going to get, you didn't get because you weren't diagnosed and therefore, you know, you have this resentment towards your life or whatever. And that's not going to help you. <laughs> it's, yeah, you're not, you're not broken or bad, right? You, the, the overall effect on your mental health should be good if you can stop looking backwards. You're not broken, you're not bad, you're autistic, you're different. That's the reason. So you can start to un unravel the mask you've created. Maybe you will be able to completely unmask. I don't know if that's possible for a late-diagnosed autistic adult. Probably isn't. Anyway, these are some of the impacts of a late diagnosis. Social isolation. So autistic adults who receive a late diagnosis, well, we may have already developed coping mechanisms that have helped us navigate social situations. But see, the problem is 
a lot of times the coping mechanisms we've, we've developed isolate us. They're based, the mechanisms are basically, well, don't interact. Don't have friends. The, these developed mechanisms aren't going to help us navigate social situations. Right? These coping mechanisms may have actually caused us to be isolated. They're not, they're not helpful. So an adult who may have avoided making friends because they didn't feel comfortable socialising, they were struggling as an undiagnosed autistic person, probably missed out on all the social skills and emotional support that friends and support groups provide. So you may have never been involved in that and got that to give you the the strategies to get that. (laughs) Self-esteem can be a big thing. Hang on, that doesn't make any sense, Ryan. You should be good about yourself now, right? I mean, a late diagnosis can have a significant impact on your self-esteem. You may struggle with feelings of inadequacy, insecurity, feeling as though you should have done more, you should have known more. How, how is this your fault, by the way? It's your fault? So, you know, you should feel bad about yourself because, you, you know, you wasted half a life or you wasted this long to get a diagnosis. Not... But it happens. Yeah. You know, I can't believe I did this to myself. This is how I'm such an idiot, right? It just, it snowballs. You know, this idea that you should have known or should have been able to do better. It just causes this, this negative feedback loop. You know, you get stuck in that negative maze. And the more you feel insecure about yourself, well, the less confident you're going to become. Employment is a massive impact for late-diagnosed autistic people. So we know. Stats will tell you right across the planet. Employment is a challenge for autistic adults. It's just hard. It's hard to get job interviews, let alone jobs, let alone keep jobs, because of the lack of understanding and inclusion and HR practices and Policies fit for neurodivergent people. You may have already had an established career, right? I mean, I've certainly experienced that. And that didn't take into account your diagnosis. Or you may have just struggled to maintain employment because of being an undiagnosed autistic person. That's, there's, either way, there, there's big impacts there. So, okay, so let's say you've got a, a long-established career based on not being autistic. But you are. You were born autistic. Just because you, you got the diagnosis today doesn't mean it started today. It started when you were born. So you want to go to your employer who you've you know, been there for a long time and tell them, oh, actually, I'm autistic. Here's the paperwork and can I, I require some things. And they're like, what are you talking about? You didn't require it yesterday or a year ago or 10 years ago. And this is a big impact. It's a big impact. So an adult may have been passed over for promotions or job opportunities just because they didn't have the necessary social skills despite being skilled in their job. See, these are impacts here of not only having a job and being undiagnosed, but also being diagnosed and having the knowledge because it's still going to be tricky for an autistic person in the workplace to play the games that need to be played. What about the impact on relationships? This is complicated. A late diagnosis absolutely impacts relationships. 
It absolutely impacts all relationships, romantic relationships, particularly, I guess, if you didn't realise that there was the dynamics in that relationship, as in, you know, the, the way... The way autism manifests in you or your partner, right, that's a dynamic, their dynamics. If you weren't aware of those or you didn't notice that or, you you know, that, that's, a, that's a big mountain to climb. So, you know, an adult may have struggled to communicate effectively with their partner and as a result may have had difficulty maintaining healthy relationships. They just never go well. You know, some late-diagnosed autistic people may feel like they've been misunderstood or their experiences have been invalidated. Some may accept it, others won't. People may claim that you've changed since your diagnosis. Before you got your diagnosis, you weren't like this at all. It's going to be put. Oh, by the way, I'm not responding to that. You know, I don't need to respond to crap like that. There'll be pushback. People will take it badly. Your parents, your family, they may take it personally. Why? You shouldn't, aside from the fact that you came from their genes and there's genetic connection. So they, one of them clearly passed it on to you. So, you, I mean, you should take it personally, but you don't take it personally like it's a, it's, it's, you've done something wrong. You know, oh, it's, there's a lot of minefields to navigate in relationships. Dynamics of relationships will change. There's no question about that, right? You may have had a certain dynamic, a certain standing, and then people might look at you differently. And therefore, your standing, your dynamic will change. And that's bad. It's hard to navigate. Sometimes you've got to start afresh in certain relationships. You've really got to have open and honest conversations with your loved ones. And you've really got to be honest about your diagnosis and about autism in general. And, you know, there, there, is, that, there is the argument of, well, I didn't sign up for this. Like, oh, I'm, just, I'm married to a person or I'm in a relationship with a person and now they're telling me they're autistic. I didn't sign up for this. Or they didn't know. You got married. You had kids. One of the kids autistic. That led to... Your partner's diagnosis, like, I didn't sign up for this. Now I've got an autistic kid and an autistic partner. I didn't sign up for this. Well, you know, I mean, what do you say to that? So these are impacts. These are, this is what happens. It's a great, what do you say to that? Well, you did sign up for this because, you know, that's who I am. Like, it manifests in my personality. You clearly fell in love with my, me and my personality. Just didn't, didn't have the diagnosis attached to it. So what are you talking about? You did sign up for this. You know, this, you know, either way, there's a stigma attached. You know, a late autism diagnosis can cause adults to experience stigmas, discrimination. Why? Well, because you now, if you're telling people, you, you have a diagnosed neurodevelopmental condition. People may think that automatically or that you have a mental condition, right? Something's wrong with you. They'll look at it in the way they've been conditioned. You know, you, you may feel ashamed or embarrassed about your diagnosis because people are attaching stigma or discrimination to it and therefore treating you in a way that makes you feel like it's shameful or embarrassing that you're autistic. And this is horrible stuff. Can you imagine kids feeling, and they do. Can you imagine kids feeling this by the way their friends or teachers or people treat them? They're treated a certain way which makes them feel ashamed 
and embarrassed of who they are? <sighs> yeah. It's difficult. You know, it's difficult to, to access support, you know, to feel like you belong, whether it's in social or professional contexts, because of discrimination and stigma attached to a diagnosis to someone later in life. This may be even worse for one sex over the other, right? Like this may be harder for women. There may be more of a stigma attached. Burnout's a big thing. Autistic adults who receive a late diagnosis may have already experienced autistic burnout from trying to fit into a neurotypical world all this time, didn't even realise it. Right? It manifests in a number of ways. Serious, serious and profound exhaustion, irritability, decreased motivation. You may experience autistic burnout straight after a diagnosis because you've stopped trying to fit in but you're so tired from trying to fit in that, it, that it's, it's caught up with you. Financial difficulties are another impact of late diagnosis. Why? Well, you may have struggled to maintain employment because of being undiagnosed autistic or you may have missed out on opportunities. Like we talked about, due to your, I don't know, lack of social skills or understanding of your undiagnosed challenges, not being able to play the game like others. This obviously makes it difficult to support yourselves financially. This is a big issue for late diagnosed autistic people. And you're, you're, the opportunities to make money or earn money may dry up if you disclose, if people are aware. I guess the last thing I'll talk about is probably one of the biggest ones, the impact. The impact on your identity. A late autism diagnosis can have a big impact on your sense of identity. Who are you? Oh, I thought I was this, but now I've got a diagnosis and I'm this. But what, what does that make me? Who was I? Who should I be? All these re crazy rhetorical questions, philosophical questions. You may struggle to understand who you are and how your diagnosis fits your identity. And in fact, what is your identity? Is it a fake identity this whole time to fit in? Is there a real identity? <laughs> Can you find it? You know, an adult who received a late diagnosis, probably like me, spent their entire life thinking they were just weird, different, wrong, broken, right? An alien. But we didn't know why. Does that resonate? It resonates with me, trust me. Yep, I'm broken, bad, weird, different, stupid, outcast, whatever. I don't know why though. I assume I was just born to suffer. That was my assumption. That was the only answer I had come to. Some people are born and then everything works for them. Others aren't. I was, that was, that's my reason. Turns out I was an autistic person. So discovering that you're autistic in life, and certainly in later life, it's both validating, but it's also overwhelming and confronting. It requires you to reevaluate your sense of self and how you relate to the world around you. And that, friends, is one of the greatest challenges you will ever face from receiving a late diagnosis as an autistic person. How about some key strategies? To help you navigate a late autism diagnosis, you've got to seek support. Autistic people are horrible at this, asking for help. You've got to seek support, whether it's support groups of your peers online, connect with other autistic people, look into maybe some therapy, psychologists, counsellors, 
friends or family who can support you, support workers, anyone who can be helpful in providing you with the support you need. You need to look into this. You need to educate yourself. Educate yourself about you, about autism in general and how it manifests with you, how it relates to you, how your individual support needs and experiences manifest in your daily life, what they look like, what your challenges look like, what your experiences look like, what your strengths look like. How can we navigate all these? Get to know you, the real you. That's hard. I get it. You've got to gain a better understanding of yourself and also autism, what it is, how it impacts you. That's key. And then you use that to educate others. Another strategy. Educate the people in your life about how, number one, what is autism and how autism relates to you and your individual support needs and experiences. But you know what? Not everyone's going to want this. So you pick the people you know are important to you and that are open to this and you educate them, but not like a teacher or you don't slam it down their throat. Don't bash them with it. Just take it slowly. Everyone learns differently. Everyone learns at their own pace. Just continue. Just start the conversation and continue it. Got to be patient. It's important to be patient with yourself and others as you navigate this late diagnosis process. Everyone moves at their own pace. That's okay. It's going to take time. Just focus on you and your well-being and try not to judge others in their progress of acceptance or understanding because it's, it could take way longer than you think. It could go bad then get better. Just try not to judge it. Just let it be and just keep working on you and try to educate others about you and, and how it impacts you and, and hopefully they'll get some level of understanding. And like I always say, if people have any level of understanding, they will have a level hand-in-hand hand of appreciation. And with appreciation, it's much harder to have bad outcomes. Focusing on the positive. I think I'll leave you with this. You've got to focus on the positive. Focus on the opportunities that your late diagnosis may bring. Focus on the good stuff, my friend. Yesterday you thought you were broken for no reason. Today you know you're not broken. You're different. You're autistic. That's a good thing. Focus on that. This may include seeking support services that you could not have sought or got without a diagnosis, right? Focus on that. You may now be able to receive support services. You may now be able to connect with others in the autistic community and forge real friendships and connections with people who actually get you, your people. You couldn't do that yesterday before the diagnosis. You explore new opportunities. You explore new experiences. You find the real you. These are positives from a late diagnosis. And this is what you've got to focus on. My Friend Autism with Orion Kelly. Join the conversation now by following Orion Kelly on Facebook. Well, my friend, as always, you are fantastic. I appreciate your support endlessly. Thank you so much for watching or listening to my podcast. You can check out the YouTube channels, Orion Kelly, that autistic guy and Orion Kelly podcasts. Hey, amazing as always. Thank you so much for being here. Until my next podcast, thank you for watching or listening and we'll catch up soon. You've been listening to My Friend Autism with Orion Kelly. To join the conversation, get in touch with Orion and binge all the podcasts, blogs and videos, visit orionkelly.com.au.